Hello, and welcome to Horror. This is a podcast in which Lee and Adam take their friend Chris on a journey through horror cinema. New episodes are posted every two weeks, and you can follow us at SoundCloud, on Instagram, and on Facebook. Please post any questions with the hashtag AskWelcomeToHorror, and the gang will answer them on the show. Before we begin, two warnings. There will be both swearing and spoilers in abundance, so we recommend that you have watched the movie being discussed first. Thank you for listening. Right, good evening and welcome to Horror. I'm Lee. I'm Adam. And I'm Chris. Uh, and we are here yet again with Welcome to Horror. Um, we are going slightly off of our plan for this evening. Um, I know that we've said in our last episode that we were going to cover um, American Werewolf in London, but we've been fortunate enough uh, to be given access to a yet unreleased film um, by film director Mike Petchy. Mm. Um, so we have just watched uh, 12 Kilometres, um, and we will be covering that after our usual preamble. So, Adam, yes, what have you been watching? Um, I've watched Possum, mm-hmm. and I am obsessed with Possum. It just ticked all the right boxes for me. Grim as arseholes. Looks look wet. That's the only way I can describe. Damp. Yes. It looks damp. And yeah, just. Um, but that's essentially because you've seen it as well. Haven't you? I have. Yes. But yeah, that is basically. Um, it's uh, Matt Holness who did Garth Marenghi uh, has written and directed this is his first feature film um, and it is in no way shape or form a comedy no and don't go in there expecting big laughs and things like that because it is just yeah it's a it's a proper grimy almost, almost feels like a video nasty yeah mm-hmm. sort of but not in the set. those weird video nasties that got lumped in with the stuff like Driller Killer where there's a lot of violence because mm. there's not much violence in it but there is a lot of psychological violence yeah. and a lot of psychological horror and it's basically a disgraced puppeteer returns to his childhood home where his uncle is in residence and it's basically shit's obviously gone down for him, it's never quite explained why he's a disgraced puppeteer, mm. but he is a disgraced children's entertainer. And, yeah, shit's obviously gone down for years with him and the uncle, and it's like he's trying to come to terms with that whilst also trying to get his head together. But he's also distri- decided to destroy the puppet that he's created called Possum, which is a horrific-looking thing that's like a spider with his face. Yeah, it's like a big plastic head and they've put like, um, what's the massive giant crab things? Is it the spider crab? Or yeah, something? like a coconut crab. Yeah. Sort of legs, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's the only thing I've, normally I watch horror films and they have stuff like that in and I always mm. think, 
oh, it'd be cool to have one of those. Yeah, it's I wouldn't have one of those in the house at all. It is absolutely horrible. That's the best. Yeah, it is. That's the proper thing with it. Icky. It's mm. like everything mm. in it is just a bit. I wouldn't want to sit there. I wouldn't want to live there. I wouldn't want to go there. You, everything about it just has that sort of veneer, but it's very. It's very English, very sort of seventies, because it doesn't even have anything that could necessarily be modern. It could that that film could be in the fifties, yeah, mm. or so because you know there's no. I, think, I don't. I don't think anyone even uses a mobile at any point because no. it's not needed. No. It's not part of that film. So yeah, it could be set sort of any time after the war, essentially. Yeah, but yeah, and it's just very. But the the aesthetic of it is sort of bleak liminal landscapes in so, England so that is his style oh yeah but it's very with much, humour like you yeah. say this doesn't have any yeah humor. it's because he did he did a short film called The Snipest which was like a half hour film he did on Sky Arts and that had the similar sort of aesthetic mm. where again that is kind of done like a public information film like the 70s public information films mm. it's kind of like that um, particularly at the start they have like a rabies alert and I actually get John Hurt to do it and it's just mm. perfect it's so accurate and mm. sort of you know um, and I think yeah that's bled over into this but it's based on a short story he did um, which I read in Dead Funny which is a book which is comedians writing horror stories mm. and there's some great stuff in there as well Sarah Pascoe writes a brilliant story in there which again just doesn't seem right for Sarah Pascoe no. because you don't assume she has any inclination towards horror. She's a quite sort of positive sort of person and mm. yeah. But yeah, hers is grim. Reese Shearsmith is just you're just wrong. It really <laughs> is. I need like, to read I have read it and I did buy yeah. the follow up as well. Yes. because uh, it's Robin Ince, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, uh, he, he he puts them all together. Mm. Um yeah, yeah, the so second one's even to... got uh, Andrew O'Neill wrote yeah. for that one. Uh, Alan Moore's in there. Um, but yeah, and there's uh, Al Murray wrote one, which is really good. But yeah, so I watched that. I watched Ghost Stories, which I really did enjoy. Interesting thing we were saying about, like we were saying before we started, about sort of what time you should be showing children things. Now, yeah. Ted yeah. is five months. We watched Ghost Stories. Now, he can have no conception of plot. He can have no conception of what's taking place in it. You know, even things like mythology, the idea, the concept of ghosts, mm, yeah. the concept of language. You know, yeah. none of it is sort of. But there were a number of the jump scares in it worked on him. <laughs> oh, really? So I'm beginning to suspect that with, and I've always kind of felt jump scares are a tad cheaty anyway, mm. tad bit of a cheat. Um, not necessarily, but if that's all you've got, yeah. then really yeah. you need it, more than that yeah. to make a good film. Which this has. This has more sort of you know. It, it yeah. has a lot more sort of going on. In See, it. that'd be interesting. I think at some point we should rate what film has done jump scares the best, because yeah. some I really think do do it well. They don't mm. overuse it, and it's just there. Like, so I think what was it the witch with um, the black oh, Philip yeah. moment? Yeah, like that was oh, enough yeah. of a sudden change. Um, and yeah. I didn't see it coming so yeah I, I think that's kind of interesting but he um, so Ted would jump mm. even in his sleep he jumped <laughs> so there's obviously that's the, that's why I can now sort of almost put me a thing of like it's definitely a cheat just because it's obviously a mechanical thing yeah yeah you know that just affects human beings it's some it's, it works in the human cortex yeah where it's just quiet then loud or yeah. 
you know, something. But, but why yeah. would that be a cheat necessarily? Because at what point is it more of a conscious? Like you'd say, because you're cognitively, you're thinking about mm. the, the situation that's deeper. But yeah. it's still somewhat mechanical. I suppose it's the difference between do you like in comedy, which is a similar thing of like creating an un, uh, you know, an unexpected response. Mm. Is it sort of which is the preferred? Do you prefer a stand-up who does stories like say Billy Connolly or something like that, yeah. or Tim Vine or um, uh, Jimmy Carr, mm. where it's a lot more sort of like one-liners and yeah, just yeah. bam, bam, bam. And I wonder if it's. A, you know, in a, in a weird way, a similar sort of thing. Hmm. I think that's the thing. Is I think for me, a horror film, I like to be I like to be haunted by a horror film. Yeah. Also, you know, in that sort of way, which is probably why I enjoy Possum because it does linger. But I don't know if jump scares do. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't think it leaves anything after the moment. Really, as you say, it's, it's impactful at the time, mm. but it definitely doesn't stay with you. Um, there was one. You're saying about they can be used really effectively. There is one in a later episode of uh, Haunting of Hill House that was absolutely brilliant. It was fantastic. But like the Black Phillip moment, mm. it had no build-up. Yeah. And it just comes so out of the blue that it literally... Yeah, yeah, actually yeah. Screamed when it happened. <laughs> yeah, and I think there's nothing to... Like I say, there's nothing to be said against it. It is part of, it's part of the horror toolkit. Mm. You know, it is, it's a thing that's there. I think it's just. I think if it's, it's just, overused, if that's all you're doing, or yeah. if it's overused, that's when it gets. And like I say, ghost stories creep me out, but in an utterly different way to it mm. making Ted jump. Yeah, because he's just reacting to oh that was a sudden thing. Yeah, um, I mean you can make him jump uh, in a can of coke. Yeah. So you know it's sort of, <laughs> it swings around. The the only other thing I've watched is I watched Under the Shadow, which is an Iranian uh, horror film that is on. Uh, it's, it's, I saw it on Netflix but I've been meaning to watch it for ages and then just found it on there hmm. um, and that is it's set during the 80s and it's after the cultural revolution so like the Ayatollah Khomeini has come into power hmm. and it's focused on this woman and her husband and her daughter and the husband gets called up to war um, the daughter's having sort of stuff going on in the middle of all this she's just been refused a post as a medical student because basically she was politically outspoken before the regime change. Yeah. So now it's very, because at that point it was when Iran was heavily sort of like, no, we've got to follow Muslim law, and so she is she's expected to cover up when she's out and about and things like that. Mm. And she's basically it's like the nineteen eighties. She's just a woman of the nineteen eighties mm. who wants to be a doctor, and you know even to the point where there's a bit where she says to the kids, don't tell people we've got a VCR because we can get put in prison for that. Mm. And it's like you don't, you know, it's one of those things where it's like shit, you know, this is this was a pretty hardcore thing anyway. Yeah. Um, but it's also during the Iran-Iraq war and their building gets bombed and then whole levels of weird shit start happening um, with the daughter with and there's some great really good moments in it. It's weird because I think it's only rated PG but I would not show it to I wouldn't show it to a kid because yeah. it's it. There's nothing in it that, in the sense of there's no you know there's no nudity, there's no gore, mm. but it is still creepy as shit. And mm-hmm. you know, it's an effective film. I I did really I really rated it. It just sort of yeah, and there's some effects in there, and but basically, it all comes down to it's possible haunting by a djinn. Okay, like D J I double N. Yeah. And 
is the thing in it where it's oh the daughter has a doll and the doll goes missing and the daughter's constantly looking for it in other flats in the building and things like that mm. and so the kid keeps going with it and it comes out that it's like if the djinn has taken something from you as long as they've got it they've got you okay and basically it gets to the point where pretty much everyone because it's set in Tehran and like everyone else leaves mm. until it's just the daughter and the mum in the building Okay. And it gets more and more haunty yeah. and scary at that point because, you know, she loses what little community is around her anyway. Mm. And But also the kid doesn't want to leave because her doll's missing. Mm. And it's like her dad bought her the doll and then the dad's gone to fight and then might not be coming back and yeah. sort of things like that. And the thing it made me do was buy a spare uh, toy for Ted because mm. I thought, yeah, if this shit goes down, no way am I standing here. <laughs> you know, I'm not being held a ransom by him demanding mm. that we can't leave because we are leaving <laughs> when, when shit goes down. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was a, a great lesson in spares for your children yeah. as well as, yeah, a great film. Yeah, so I recommend that a lot. Excellent. Chris? Um, I haven't managed to watch any horror since last time, but I did watch... Uh, Road One again because yes. I've shown it to Shelley and I decided that it gets a, a little point for horror with Darth Vader's scene at the end. Cool, yeah, that is him at his such best. A, such a fantastic scene. Yeah. It, was, it, it was great to finally actually see him just it's true evil. Yeah, like, that's on. the thing. Like, mm. it's, although although he's seen as like the demon of, of the franchise, mm. you never really see him do no, a lot. No. If, I know he obviously kills. Like he has a big stuff. presence, and I yeah. mean his voice alone, you know, is effective. Yeah, yeah, and that looks amazing. But yeah, yeah, actually seeing him take action. Yeah, to, to see him because it's in a weird way, it's what you didn't get from the trilogy, like mm. the 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 first the, the the prequel trilogy. Yeah, is because it was like you kind of see Anakin. Yeah, but Anakin's such a whiny little man that you're like you don't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like oh, you can fight for Toffee. Crappy little weed. I think the story element of of his, you know, what turns him is good, but yeah, he just didn't. I don't think the guy sold it, which is is a shame. I mean, you know, I'm sure he's a very. I I think he sold it for children more. Probably, probably. I think it was good enough. Yeah, but yeah, for those of us who wanted that bit extra, I think it's also you stick someone next to Ian McDermott, and he's gonna. You have to be a fucking good actor Mm -hmm. for him not to just like show you up. Yeah. Not not in anything he's doing, but just, just he's so good yeah. and so insidiously evil. That, yeah, yeah, that is so, a good yeah. word. Mm. So yeah, and I, th- I thought Rogue One as well is the whole thing is gritty. It's pretty dark. Yeah, you know, they all mm. die off. You know, it's it's about as bleak as Star Wars as as they've done. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I really enjoyed it though. I do mm. like the side stories though. I've got to say, yeah, that yeah. Solo as well. I thought was a fantastic yeah. movie. See, I've so. still not seen Solo. Um, That's much more fun. That was yeah, it's back way to, more fun. You know, yeah. space opera. Um, great entertainment and yeah because I I was just I think with Solo I was just a bit worried where like I, I think it was just because I heard lots of people saying especially because it seemed to be loads of people who really hated Last Jedi mm. really liked Solo <laughs> and I was like I haven't really got a problem with The Last Jedi there's bits of it that are shit but it's mm. it, it's not a terrible it's not a ter- it's not, the way they were sort of like touting it as it's like oh my God, that's that, the whole thing. But in a way, that might you know might might been good because it sets up your expectations for absolute rubbish. And you're like, well, that's actually, true. no, there are some good bits. Yeah, yeah. and you know, that's true enough. Out. You know, I think uh, not only that, but also I think we we said it on was it the last podcast or the previous uh, one, mm. one, one previous episode, mm. and it was just the thing about you didn't understand the fundamental thing is 
No, that's Mark Hamill now. Yeah. And yeah. Mark Hamill is funny as fuck. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, Luke would be mm. this. Yeah, I, I think I, I enjoyed The Last Jedi, but I haven't had an urge to go back and rewatch True it. True enough. Yeah. And I, 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 don't get me wrong, I bought it on Blu ray the day it was released, mm. and I still haven't felt the urge to put it in the player. So. Yeah. Same with Force Awakens. I've not watched that since I saw yeah. it. No, I haven't. So, you know. Although Rogue One, I do get the urge. It's like, well, yeah, no, I would, you know. Actually, yeah, some of the scenes I did think they did really well. Mm. Mm. Okay, so I have been smashing through loads of uh, horror recently, um, mainly rewatches. Um, so I watched Possum, same yep. as you. Um, I was less of a fan. Um, I loved the, the main uh, actor, yeah. Um, yeah. He he just managed to. It was such a different because I think the only thing I've ever seen him in was um, when he was in Prometheus. Yes. Um, yeah. So so the first fifteen minutes, I was like, I've seen him, and I mm. remember him being a shitbag in something, and he then suddenly, is. yeah, and I was like, oh god, yeah, it's him. But he just looks so different because he hasn't yeah. got the beard and stuff. Yeah. Like, he just. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed that. Uh, I finished Sabrina. The next oh, yes. show, I yeah. really liked that. I really, yeah. really enjoyed that a lot. I'm looking forward to the next season already. Um, it's easy watching. Like it's, it isn't family friendly, but it's yeah. So I was relative. wondering because from the trailer, um, and like Netflix trailers are messing me up because they're so long. I feel like I've actually watched the whole thing, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, do I actually need to watch it now? Sometimes I've sort of got a, such a big experience from. I know what you mean. Like, Sometimes I'm like, I'll be sitting there with Claire, and it's like. Has this gone into the trailer, yeah. or has this gone it's into the show? Problem. Have you seen the new Coen Brothers movie? No, it's that's on straight there, to Netflix. It? Yeah. yeah, it's got Tom Waits in it, and what uh, is it? The, the Ballad of something? Is yeah. it the Ballad of Buddy Scroggins? Or something yeah, like so that, I'm, I'm yeah. really looking forward to that. I think mm. that might be my watch for this evening. But, yeah, but nice yeah, dinner and uh, so the trailer for Sabrina. I've got the impression it's kind of aimed at teens, but. Yes, it's I like think the it old is. Bit, yeah, is but it they've kind, just done kind it well. Buffy sort of level, it, uh, maybe. It, you know, sort of teens, some monsters. Lindens, you know, yeah. You, yeah. you wouldn't necessarily show it to little ones. No, no. Yeah. no some of the, Older the, the scary stuff in it is mm. really quite good oh. uh, and effective. Um, but yeah, generally it's like it's just about a teenage girl who doesn't fit in and what's happening. She's got to make a decision and. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoy. It's just something every night when you have dinner, just something to put on for an hour, and yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I suppose in contrast because you didn't like I Zombie, no, and and yeah, I, I definitely would have put them together mm. just from the impression I've got. But <clears throat> yeah, very no, different. I, yeah, very different. I, I, I just like it's it's very dark. Okay, the look yeah. of it's very dark, um, and it's also it's got loads of nods, and I typically mm. I didn't notice any until episode before the last one of the season I think um, and I noticed a couple of things in it that were nods to other so there's a scene where the boyfriend of Sabrina um, is sitting on his bed with headphones on but he's wearing like a crop top top Johnny Depp and it's in... Johnny Depp from Not yeah. Elm Street mm-hmm. um, yeah. and I'm, I'm pretty sure I haven't double checked it and I've only seen the film once I think so I might be slightly off but I'm pretty certain this, they've got a big glass, multicoloured ceiling in the parlour. And I've got a feeling it's Suspiria. Suspiria. Um, I need to rewatch Suspiria, so that'd be a perfect excuse to do so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so there's just lots of little things like that. And I was like, oh, shit. So I'm gonna, I am going to go back and rewatch the whole thing now and look for... Have you these spots? Mm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then once I've done that, then I'll go and Google and see what I missed. Um, 
so in the week I also rewatched when we talked about Ghostwatch and we discussed Stephen Volk. Yes. Um, the Haunting that he did. The um, film The Haunting. Yes. I went back and rewatched that again. Yeah. Um, I really, yeah, I had a, a day of watching very similarly feeling films. So I started with that, and then I rewatched the others. Oh, the, um, that's the Nicole, Nicole Kidman one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and Eric Sykes. Yeah, yes, completely yeah. forgotten was in it. Um, which is still a wonderful film. I, I, one shot, I thought it might be one of those that suffers once you know the twist. Mm. That, that wasn't based on James Herbert book, was it? I'm trying to think of... I'm sure I read a book called The Others. I don't believe so. Is it so. A, uh, like a, haunt, a family haunting the husbands at war? Because that's the, that's the others of, the film. I thought it was some sort of asylum where it's pretty messed up but no, yeah. it's not that, okay. no, no I don't think it's that so what was this um, yeah so it's basically it's a family living in a big house in France uh, just after the war and I think they say it's two years after World War One. is in I think so yeah yeah um, it's fairly early yeah yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah and the husband hasn't come back and it's her and her two children and they get a family or a group sorry uh, arrive um, to basically work in the house yeah, so he okay. does all the gardening and they do all the, the cleaning and cooking and all the rest of it. Um, yeah, and the kids are seeing ghosts in the house. Mm. Um, it has got one of the best twists ever, so I won't spoil that, but it's well worth a watch. You're more than welcome to take it with you when you leave. It's really creepy and atmospheric. It's definitely one to watch late at night. Is it a twist like The Sixth Sense? Similar, yeah. similar. Uh, but yeah, it's very it's 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 as impactful as that. But mm. I thought with the sixth sense, I thought once you know the film is not always a great one for rewatching. Mm. And I thought this might be the same once you know what the twist is. Yeah. Uh, but oh, I still still enjoyed it. Okay. Um, and then after that, I watched a film that annoyed me massively. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I watched uh, an American Haunting again. Oh, we saw that at the cinema, didn't we? We did. We yeah. Did. Um, it's so it's the story of the Bell Witch. Which is all fairly good, but then they just. Ch- but what annoys me is, now I've read the book, um, and I've, I've looked into it a bit just as a, a matter of interest because I mm. like old ghost stories and yeah. stuff like that. Um, but what annoyed me about this was, so it said it's based on true events, which mm-hmm. fine. It, it, yeah. But then to then make John Bell a paedophile, who y- yeah. attacks his own daughter. None of that. None of that's ever come up before, and I think mm. it just so basically it turns takes the whole film, and then makes it about that to some degree, which, yeah. which I didn't feel it need. You don't need to embellish that story with something yeah. like that. I didn't think it gained. Although they were trying to add more. Yes. To it, See, I, rem- I remember when we saw that. I was kind of like, does this film really justify this? Do you know what I mean? It's one of those yeah. things where it's like. It's a fairly heavy topic to lay into something. Yeah. You know, have you... Do you have the... And I just never felt it was like, oh, it's a, you know, it's a good rambling ghost yarn. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, great, you know, nonsense. Yeah, and then they... You know, it's like, oh, brilliant. They, they bookend it with that, you know, with the... Because it starts with the girl, doesn't it, who finds the book in the loft and mm. reads it. And then her mother reads it. And then at the end, after the whole bell thing is all wrapped up, and the daughter then goes away for the weekend with her 
estranged father, all of a sudden the woman who's read the manuscript suddenly realises that, oh my God, that's what's happening to my daughter, why didn't I see the signs, and goes chasing out into the road to try and chase the car down. Mm. And I, just, I don't I don't see why that mm. needed to be a part of that story at yeah. all, and it really pissed me off. Well, to the point it's, where it's I took to IMDb mm-hmm. and gave it two stars, because I was wow. like, oh, do you know what, I'm so angry, I'm going to go and try and drop the rating. Yeah, because I remember, I remember when, no, I do remember when we saw that, I think we all came out and were just a bit sort of like, oh, you know, it was it was just a bit sort of like, oh, we, we came here for some harmless entertainment yeah. of like unquiet spirits, you didn't have to bring that into it. I know, you know? It's, horrible. it's just, oh, it just tainted the whole thing. Yeah. And, I, and like I say, I'm not, I don't find myself a particularly squeamish person about most subjects. Mm. And, you know, within the terms of cinematic entertainment. Yeah. Um, but I do think it was like it was one of those things where I just remember sort of thinking, this is kind of a bit lightweight. That's that was the problem. It was like, yeah, this is a bit lightweight to suddenly bung yeah. sort of something more extreme in there without any real reason. Yeah. And like you said, where it's kind of based on the accounts of the Bell Witch, if that does not feature in the accounts of the Bell Witch, what the sod what the sod is it doing in Exactly the thing? and, and yeah. that's the thing. And so anyone who doesn't know the story and has just watched it has gone, Oh right, so there was a haunting and it was all caused because the demon or the spirit or whatever it is turned up because the father was had attacked the daughter or something. And I was like, mm. Well, no, that wasn't So mm. now you're you're this guy who's dead two hundred years and can no longer defend himself, you've suddenly put a film out saying that he was a sex pest. And yeah. I, I think that's a defamation of character, surely. Yeah. But, uh, well, I, I think when you're not around to sue... Yeah. Bad choice of things. Yeah, to you know, just sort of... Mm. Yeah, it was just a bit sort of like... It's like suddenly... It's like... It would be like suddenly having like... Uh, just say no to drugs in City. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like... Yeah, it's it really just doesn't... The time and place. Really. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I also, on the suggestion of... Um, former sometimes host Dr. Dean... Mm. Oh, yes. Um, I watched Don't Breathe... Which isn't exactly horror, oh, but kind of is. I really do want to see that. Though, oh, yeah. do it was it's you'd love it. It's mm. harrowing and horrible, oh, good, uh, yeah. and yeah, really enjoyable. So you know, we still haven't watched these. Um, what was the one that you said? Curtain. Curtain. Yeah, the yeah, curtain to another yeah, dimension. Yeah, yeah. We must. We must oh, definitely yeah. get him back. And well, so it's that. only been like yeah. a year since he I know, told I us to do it. Sorry, sorry, Dean. Sorry, Dean. Um, yeah, uh, and that's it, really. Um, so I think we're just about ready to go into the main event yeah, of the yeah. evening. Um, yes, so we've just watched 12 Kilometres by Mike Pesci. Chris, we'll start with you. What do okay. you make of it? That's a good choice. Um, yeah, well, so I did had no idea what to expect. And really, from the start, I was kind of shocked. Because I suppose all you told me was we were going to watch a short um, yeah, a couple of details, and really, it was a very impressive beginning. Mm. Um, I, I thought the it, it did it reminded me a little bit of the thing, which yeah. out of all, I was trying to think out of everything we've watched, you know, what's this the sort of style of it? Mm. And yeah, really, it was just a very engaging straight away. I thought it was a great choice to have the camera, and it I think it was a very long shot. Mm. Like early on, it followed them around, so you saw exactly what was going on. You saw the whole set, mm. which and they'd set that up really well. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And so it was very eerie throughout. Um, mm. Good dialogue. Yeah, like, I found it really enjoyable. I thought it was fantastic. As you say, the, the first thing that got me was the the quality. Mm. I mean, considering it was um, it was a Kickstarter project. Yeah, okay. Um, to raise the raise the funds for it. 
um, it just looked absolutely beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's and there's not there's not even there's not even the thing of there was no drop off in it. Mm-hmm. Everything the effects. There's I mean the set was just incredible. I want to visit yeah. that. Yeah. I, I would like to hang around there. Um, if only to see if I could nick some of the. Um, <laughs> old audio equipment <laughs> but yeah just but in terms of like the effects and um yeah just everything about it there was no there was no miss note there was no sort of like oh mm. there was no the sort of like oh well we've got to make an exception because that's the monster and it doesn't quite work yeah, or, yeah. you know that kind of thing and like and even like the sort of i mean obviously we don't want to get too i, I too spoilery, I suppose, because you know people really see, need now to see it. They, they do definitely need to see it when it comes out yeah. without a doubt. Um, so yeah, so we'll try and avoid spoiling it as much as possible. Mm. But to be honest, um, I think it's one of those visually stunning it's, films. Yeah. So you'd even if you know what's going to happen, you would enjoy that every so moment I, of that. Yeah, journey. I think it was a, the way it's done. It's a great experience. So yeah, knowing. What happens doesn't necessarily yeah. detract from yeah. that experience. Because I just want to watch it again. Yeah, yeah I could. I'm gonna watch it again. It was it was mesmerising the way mm. it unfolded. Yeah, perfectly paced as well. I, I, mm. I felt it was just the right length as well. Twenty seven minutes was just mm. like there was no there was no filler in there. There was nothing that stretched the story yeah. out. But you you understood and saw enough. Like we were saying, it doesn't. It's one of the stories that doesn't completely explain everything. Mm. Mm. You just see a, a, a like a cross section of how it occurs but there's no real and I like that because it, it's it feels more realistic you don't always it's like we've said before with ghost stories and stuff if you try and explain too much yeah so, mm. yeah, so they always you it. always find a book yeah. that explains what the ghost is mm. or whatever like, mm. in, and if if something like that were to happen yeah. you wouldn't always know that's why you, they, that's why it's unusual phenomena in mm. a way is because it's like there is no information on this yeah. and it makes it more sinister mm. it's like it's like um, I always like it in a similar way I always like it in apocalypse movies where they don't know what happened mm. they just know that we're shit in this went situation. Yeah. yeah and it's like sort of maybe the bomb dropped mm. maybe it was global warming maybe it was this you know no, yeah. but no one's got a firm mm. sort of grip on what's happened because the director we uh, I follow him on Instagram and yeah as do I because I I started listening because he's got a podcast so we'll give a shout out to that as well which mm, is yes. the um, uh, In Love With The Process yes but In Love With The Process is about the making of 12 Kilometres yeah so I stopped listening on the basis that you didn't want to I didn't want to I wanted because I just saw a buzz about it mm. and like the reviews it was getting from people who had seen it were just like oh this is you know really good and I was like right so I just again it was that sort of thing of I just don't want to know Yeah. so I I'm now going to listen to the podcast in full because yeah I want to know the, the minutiae mm. shy of yeah. it being made Yes. but I think yeah there was sort of the decision to make it Russian mm-hmm um, which was just lovely, especially where it was like the um, the sound engineer having to go through the dictionary because they bought yeah. um, American equipment, so it had all like, so everything was in English. Yeah, and just the fact where it was like him looking at it and it's like yeah. microphone and just laughing to himself, <laughs> yeah. everything where it's like, oh god. But it, but even sort of because there was that story 
which was the Russian. It was I, I can't remember what it's called. It's called something like Molehole or something like that. Yes, but. I was going to say that. So it is based. It isn't based mm. on true event. But yeah, they did lower a microphone down into a hole and record mm. the sounds that mm. were. Yeah, because well, and it well, is horrific. Well, also there was this. Well, because what that was is there was a project. I think it was mid sixties. But there was a project where basically uh, they heard about the Russians were drilling, uh, essentially research. That's mm. all. That's all that anyone knew, and they went down a certain amount. I can't. I don't know whether it was specifically twelve kilometres or something because I'm just trying to dredge it from the back of my brain mm. and a thousand and one other <laughs> stories and things like that. But yeah, they went down a certain amount and then closed the site. And filled it in. Oh, really? And nothing after yeah. that. They were like, so it was the implication was always, what did they find? Yeah. That they were just like, fuck that for a game. But, but of course, that could have been what their plan was. Like, yeah. that's it. We just need to get this data. No, it we're done. You don't need to it. keep it anymore. Yeah, but you can totally a, turn that into. Yeah, yeah it could be a. It's, it's as a, it's as likely to be a misinformation yeah. or disinformation propaganda thing, or indeed, like you say, they went down there. Oh, it was bog all. Did what? Yeah, yeah. you know, it's like going to the moon. No yeah, one's going to the moon because now. it was like, yeah, oh, there's we, nothing more to. There was yeah. no cheese, no clangers, so <laughs> we're not going. Yeah. Um, I, I, the other thing I loved was the the stuff. I suppose you'd refer to it as mm. um, the yeah, effects like, on the, that. The, the non-Newtonian yeah. fluids. Yeah, sort of thing. Thing. yeah. Ferro. Fluid, I think is it's it? called. Yeah, yeah. So it reacts to magnets. Ah, oh, right. Yeah. Uh, just yeah, it was. That was yeah. a great choice. Yeah. Mm. I, I, I mean, even like I loved the the sort of internal photography, like the sort of the biological, the biological stuff, like, yeah, yeah. like yeah. the blood cells, the yeah. brain, and things. And even just that that shot of the nostril. I know that's mm. a weird. When you, you know, see it, you'll know. That stuck in my mind yeah, as well. It's just sort of like so because you just get the idea as well. Because I remember like it's like when you go on the London Underground. Mm. You you come home, you blow your nose, and you just mm. get cold yeah. like black yeah. ash out because it's just filthy down there and yeah. it's just swirling around all the time. Same thing used to happen in cold stores. Like mm. uh, if you go into like freezers in cold stores, some of the stuff's been in there for like two, three years mm. or whatever like that. And so there's a lot of just black dust lying around and you do end up with it it's in your ears it's up your nose and everything and you think if you're drilling it's gone airborne yeah Mm. whatever you know it would be liquefied by the drill Mm. uh, sorry um, like heated by the drill so it would probably evaporate it goes airborne and things like that so it is in everyone yeah and yeah just and also just the fact that you've got the two Listening to the recording, yeah, yeah. yeah so so that point, so that, was, that was great. Yeah, yeah. The, the sound with that. But now, say, this was going to be my only criticism, and this is actually a criticism of myself: is that um, it probably has played my tinnitus a little bit. Now that's just me getting <laughs> old. And if I was, you know, younger than thirty, I thought they did such a good job of that. It was so eerie mm. with that sound, sound and what was going on. Was yeah, it was, it was fantastic. It was so clear as well. It sounded wonderful. Yeah. Why has no one used that? in a film sorry just to go off on a tangent that thing that only young people can hear yeah yeah. they should use that so in a horror film like, like, all, no, the, yeah. all the youngsters going crazy yeah because all the youngsters going, and everyone's <laughs> yeah. like and all the grow, you know all the adults would be sitting there like, all the old gimmers like us are just sitting mm-hmm. there going what's wrong with this one yeah. I can't even hear fuck all whereas it's going off like a teenage dog yeah. whistle yeah but yeah that, that just made it so real yeah, like, as it's, it's, yeah. and sort of like the 
Yeah, I mean, we were for- obviously fortunate enough that your system is mm. cinema quality, Lee. Mm. So we're Thank seeing you. it. We're seeing it on a big screen. We're seeing it with a good with the good sound and everything else mm. like that. But yeah, and and the music. I fucking love the music. Mm. Yeah. I loved the sound design was just impeccable, and the actors were all. Yeah. Right. I mean, I have yeah. no idea who any of them are. If they have got, uh, you know, again, it's something where I will now be looking into because it's like, well, if they guys have done other stuff you know I will watch because mm. it's like yeah independent cinema a lot of the time that will be its biggest drawback is the yes. fact that the actors they, they can't afford you know mm. quality actors so they just have to use whatever their means they can get to um, but yeah the, the acting in this was fantastic yeah. everybody in it was wonderful yeah um, it was all really downplayed as well which I liked it was all yeah it was all very uh, realistic in a very matter of fact sort of mm. way. Um, yeah, everyone's getting on with just their day. Yeah, yeah. Mm. and the only person who is affected is that main character, is Edward, mm. yeah. and he's the only one who's obviously experiencing something else yeah. happening. And actually, that's the best. That is the best recommendation I can make for this. Is it's like it's the best chunk of a great movie. Yeah, yeah. like mm. um, you know, it's like say. You know, it's like the middle section or like the, the sort of the, the second act yeah. of a film or something like that where that's actually the best bit. Yeah. You know, and even though you've got, you've got you know, it can have a, an amazing beginning and have an amazing ending and everything else like that. But just that middle bit is the real bit that hooks you and that's what that felt like. It was yeah. like, it was like, walk, it was like finding it in the middle of the night on telly. Yeah. Mm. And that's, yeah, where yeah. it'd be like, right, I'm, I've got to see this. Yeah. You know? And equally, like, does a good job of giving you still a start and an end. Oh, yeah. yeah. Enough oh, that you don't feel itself. like it's, yeah. it's totally missing. Yeah, it really yeah. is. That is great. But, well, you know, without a doubt, whatever he does next, it would be on yeah. our list to find out his great uh, cliffhanger. Yeah. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah, so, and the cinematography in it as well was just, mm. like, every mm. shot just felt nice. You know? Yeah, yeah. Really, yeah. good close ups. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And I'd also like the, the, the use, the, the smart use of sound, where, like, for, like we were saying about where the two, uh, the, uh, the professor and the sound engineer have got the headphones on, mm. they're listening to the thing, and something happens, yeah. and you've got the people, mm. like, sort yeah. of the, the weirding out and everything yeah. else like that, but you're not listening to that. Mm. And it kind of gives you that sort of feeling of no, no, what's happening there? Yeah, we, but, yeah, again, it's just yeah, it's fantastically put together, really great well story. constructed, yeah, and and just again odd as well. It has its odd, yes. and I like that. It's weird, yeah, mm. and it I like my weird. Anyway, um, yeah, so we are all very much advocates of this. Um, so I would suggest, as Adam mentioned, um, yeah, Mike has a. Uh, podcast called In Love With The Process um, and you can donate to that show and the money from the show is what he uses towards uh, making his films etc um, so I would honestly uh, yeah, suggest go listen to the podcast make a donation because you know your money is going somewhere good Cliff, if yeah. this is what he's going to be doing with it move. I mean if he does another Kickstarter thing I'll definitely yeah, well, be involved well, I'll in, be that, in yeah, that because doubt. I think yeah that was just and again I'm assuming I'm assuming a moderate budget because of Kickstarter and everything else like mm. that 
but that never reached the screen. Yeah. Mm. It's like everything is there. It didn't feel like an independent film. It no. felt like yeah. something that had a massive backing behind it. Yeah. Because it's, I mean, that was the thing. It had, it almost had that element of like, um, weirdly, although you've got like the thing, I also got elements of like the opening of Hellboy, Raiders of the Lost Ark, yeah, that kind yeah. of thing where it's like, mm. you know, those sort of movies where it's like ancient pasts being yeah. dredged up or affected mm. and things like but that. But the end, not to spoil it, actually also reminded me of uh, Annihilation to some degree. Yeah, it yeah. reminded me of and Annihilation, yeah. reminded me of uh, Beyond the Black Rainbow and that is basically, that's high praise. I just yeah. thought it just... And again, the sort of ending had, a, had an amazing simplicity mm. that was so effective, and but again, simplicity but lavish. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't know if I'm even making sense at this point. Yeah, no. I, having, it, I, having just watched it with you, I do know exactly what you mean. Yeah, I don't it's, know. It's, it's anybody like, else would get it. But. Yeah, it's just like sort of it, you know, it's essentially blackness. You know, two people. Yeah. In, it's two people in a void. Yeah, yeah. Void is probably the best word. Yeah. But you know, but not like in the sense of we haven't got any money, so just turn all the lights off. <laughs> you know, it was you know you you got a feeling of something like the void. Yes, where that has those sort of breaks across realities and mm. things like that, and it's just yeah. And yeah. I just yeah, I was well well done, Mister Mister Pedgie. And like I say, it's something that I've been building expectation over. Yeah. Because mm. I just keep hearing and sort of seeing bits they're put, he's putting on Instagram and things like that. Mm. And it's like, you know, clearly something... Basically, it was clearly something interesting and clearly something that looked good. Mm. But I think it worked on it, all of it. Yeah. It wasn't just, oh, that looked amazing, but, you know, there's no plot. Yeah. Or, that looked amazing, but it's a shame that guy can't act for Toffee. Or any of that sort of thing. Like the same yeah. thing I had with Mandy. As I yes. said previously, you know... Yes, it was a stunning film. I thought it was the worst paced film I've ever seen in my exactly, life. Exactly, yeah. So that's what that's what ruined it for you. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. But with this, I don't think. I mean, really, this. I mean, imagine if imagine this in the middle of an anthology or something like that. Mm. Yes, you would just yeah. be like, uh, in a weird way. I mean, it would be unfortunate for the other films. Yes, yeah. <laughs> because you probably this would be the one that's playing yeah. over and over again in your head afterwards, and it'd be like, oh, you remember that one with that, and then then oh yeah, no, it's part of the. Mm-hmm. Were there other films? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> bit like I was like with VHS. Yes, I think... I, I only liked one story in that and I hated everything else about it. Yeah. But that 15 minutes on its own was amazing. Well done, sir. Mm. Excellent. Fantastic. So, so we shall um, wrap up for the evening, I think. So, yeah, uh, don't forget to go and check out uh, In Love With The Process podcast. Um, follow Mike Petchy on Instagram. He's always putting good stuff up. Um, lots of stuff about filmmaking. Also, yeah. he's very into his beer and food. Um, yeah. Oh, so. Christ almighty, that man eats some amazing looking stuff. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I, I won't diss someone for putting food up on Instagram because <laughs> I've done it myself. But seriously, there are times when it's like, you bastard. <laughs> I've got I've got a pot noodle and a bag of crisps if I'm lucky, and that has just yeah, um, yeah. So go and follow Mike Peggy. Um, don't forget to uh, hashtag Ask Welcome to Horror for us. Yep. Um, don't forget to go and listen to Not for Everyone podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, Oblong Babysitter. Yeah. 
Um, that time I was abducted. By that time I was abducted. I still haven't listened to any more of those, but oh, I just uh, because I haven't had time. Not because I'm. Um, yeah, and we will cover um, American Wealth in London on our next episode. I am sorry we didn't cover it today, Adam, because you have worn your slaughter yeah. t-shirt, and I do. Who said I'm not wearing it next time? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is. All I'm glad is I'm just glad I didn't post that I was wearing it. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Fantastic. Right. Have a good week, everybody. And we will see you in two weeks' time. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Bye.